business rock stars. Kelly Kennedy here. And today I wanted to introduce you to my business, Capital Business Development, where we don't just see businesses. We see your potential to change the world. We see your passion, your dedication, and drive to do something extraordinary. And we're here to help you bring that vision to life. At Capital Business Development, we understand that behind every business is a visionary, someone with the determination to make a difference. Whether you're a startup with a big idea or an established company aiming to expand your impact, we're here to support you every step of the way. Our mission goes beyond traditional business development. We're committed to nurturing your dreams and empowering you to achieve greatness. From strategic planning and networking to hands-on support and personalized coaching, we provide the tools and guidance you need to succeed. So if you're ready to transform your vision into reality, look no further than Capital Business Development. Visit us today at www.capitalbd.ca to learn more about how we can help you unleash your potential to change the world. Your dreams matter. Let's make them happen together. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. Welcome to episode 20 of the Business Development Podcast. On today's episode, we have Lisey Jorgensen from All In Productions. I'm really excited about today's episode because if you've ever had questions about video production, today we are going to answer some and what type of video you may need for your company. Stay tuned. The great Mark Cuban once said, business happens over years and years. Value is measured in the total upside of a business relationship, not by how much you squeezed out in any one deal. And we couldn't agree more. This is the Business Development Podcast, based in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and broadcasting to the world. You'll get expert business development advice, tips and experiences, and you'll hear interviews with business owners, CEOs, and business development reps. You'll get actionable advice on how to grow business. Brought to you by Capital Business Development, capitalbd.ca. Let's do it. Welcome Welcome to the the Business Business Development Development Podcast. Podcast. And And now your your expert expert host, host, Kelly Kelly Kennedy. Hello, welcome to the Business Development Podcast. We have made it. We are on episode 20. This is a bit of a milestone for me. I'm really, really happy today to have Lisey Jorgensen on from All In Productions. It's a really exciting interview that I've been waiting on for a while because video isn't something that we have touched on too much. So it's something that I really, really did want to get started on. Lisey is the founder and owner of All In Productions in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. He holds a bachelor's degree in social work, a marketing degree, is an educated psychotherapist. He's worked in music production, fashion industry, mindfulness instruction, and now video production. Lisey has moved to Canada in 2017 from Copenhagen, Denmark, and started the video production company All In Productions in 2019 to follow his deepest passion. Lisey, how are you today? I'm very good, Kelly. Thanks so much. And uh, yeah, that, that's a lot of titles. Uh, it's kind of kind of like what what one person like? Is that really? Wow. Okay. <laughs> you know what's hilarious? I I introduced like man. At this point, we've got to be at I think six. You're our sixth interviewee. I think at this point, mm-hmm. and I never stop being impressed by reading your guys' titles. Like it's like holy crap. Uh, I got a little ways to go because I you know I see somebody like you who has such a background. And it's like, man, like it's unbelievable sometimes in this modern day and age, how many things people do before they kind of end up at the thing they're doing now, you know? (laughs) 
Yeah, it, it's true. I think uh, one thing leads to another, and I think that's the beauty of life that uh, it just keeps unfolding. Yeah, absolutely. Like, how can you want to run us through it? Like, how did you go from psychotherapy and marketing and music production all the way? Like, I get that it's like stepping stones, but how did you end up in video production? Yeah, so I've always been very creative. I've always been into photography and also videography in my whole life, I would say. Um, I started as an entrepreneur. I think when I was five years old, I wanted to um, sell old newspapers to my neighbors. I didn't realize that they all wanted new new, new newspapers every day. So, But I got the idea that, oh, I can make money here. I can go to the neighbors and ask for money and selling old uh, newspapers. But I actually... I actually got some money for from one of the neighbors. Um, he feels kind of sorry for me, I think. But that's kind of like where my entrepreneurship started. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's so funny because even even like I swear, like with all the people we talked to, most people like my last interview, we call in Christians and same thing. He had like a small landscaping business when he was a kid, like 10 years old. And uh, yeah, like became a serial entrepreneur. It's like you see it. It's almost like you're born. You're born with that entrepreneurial gene, aren't you? Yeah, Um that that's that's for sure. I um I, I started off um I think I really started off my journey when uh, I was around eighteen. Uh, I I um I was really much into fashion, so um, I saw that some of the bigger brands, um, you know, Hugo Boss, Dolce Gabbana, etc. They they would just be printing their T-shirts like fifty thousand, one hundred thousand T-shirts, and and sell them for a high price. And I thought like that's not right. Like, what about customizing it? Like, what, what about making every t-shirt unique? So I um, I basically started my own t-shirt uh, company and uh, and and started writing some provoking statements on t-shirts and uh, started selling them on eBay. And uh, it, it basically went nuts. Like I, like the post office lady um, uh, where I lived, that was when I was living with my parents in Denmark. You know, she was just like shaking her head every time I would come, like you know, with twenty-five uh, shipments every day. Um, and yeah, that's. I think that's really that's really when I I saw the opportunity to be creative, have fun, and uh, and and then do business. Um, and yeah, I did that for uh, a few years, and uh, it was a great success. Yeah, that's. You know, that's really cool. That's really cool. May I ask why you stopped doing it? I think it was just kind of like, um, I don't know. I think it is definitely a pattern looking back in my life that I've been doing some things for uh, a few years. I'm very excited about it. And then it's just kind of organically turns into something else. Um, So... At that time, I you know I basically I went to Australia um, and spent uh, a, a lot of the money there for four months. And uh, when I got home, I um, I did a marketing uh, diploma. Yeah. And um, and that's where I got a job in the fashion industry um, in Copenhagen. So I moved to Copenhagen, and um, and yeah, I think that that kind of positioned me um, in a, in a different way. Uh, they saw the, um, what I've been, been done in the, in the past with the t-shirts and uh, yeah, I got a, p- a position there and um, yeah. <laughs> what psychotherapy, this one's the one that when I looked at, it, I'm like, okay, how did you, how did you end up in psychotherapy? That is an interesting Avenue. Yeah. 
I think I'm always been interesting, like when talking to to people, friends, you know, I, I've always been most interested in what happens underneath the surface. Um, so I've always been drawn to um, life, death. Um, why are we here? Uh, what's what's this universe made of? Who am I? Or in other words, what am I? I think that I'm always been drawn to that. So I th I think that kind of drew me into wanting to educate myself uh, professionally and getting to know more about myself. Uh, but also, of, of course, healing some of my my own uh, um, challenges and and dealing with my feelings, emotions, being better uh, doing that. So that was a, a four year education uh, of psychotherapy, hands on group therapy sessions. Wow. Um, it was a really beautiful time, and um, I, I learned so much uh, uh, throughout that time. That's really amazing. Let's say, yeah, like I just, I think it's just amazing the amount of things that you've done. I find you, especially like I've met you as a person. We've actually met before this. We've we've kind of had conversations, yes. introductions. Definitely thought there could be potentially some synergies with him and, and capital business development at some point. I think there is. I think at some point we definitely will be bringing you on to do some video for us when that makes sense, but. Oh, I know, yeah. like, my impression of you the first time we met was that you were a very well put together person, you had a lot going on, um, you cared deeply about video production, you cared deeply about your career and, and your business. And I definitely got that right off the bat. You're a very likable person too, by the way, if you haven't had a chance to meet, let's say he's just got he's incredibly magnetic. He's a magnetic human being. And um, you just glow, man, you really do. <laughs> I mean, not in the best possible way. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, uh, okay. Thank you so much, Kelly. Uh, and I think that's basically also why I I really like you because you I I see I, in a way I see myself in you. Um, you're also very likable, high energy, very compassionate, and um, yeah, I've I'm really been listening to a lot of your your podcasts and, and just like uh, having a, a good friend in a, in a pocket. That's awesome, man. Well, I really appreciate that anyone's listening to the podcast because it's so funny. You just start it and you, you don't even know what to expect. That's the weird thing about anything you start like this is you're just like, well, let's try this and see what happens. The next thing you know, you're getting feedback that's like, hey, your show's pretty great. Like we're really enjoying this. And it's gotten to the point now where we're getting, you know, like reviews, messages, like I'm getting probably like five to 10 LinkedIn messages a week at this point, just people saying they love the show. And it's just such a cool it's such a cool place to be and such a neat thing to do um but yeah i just kind of want to move us kind of forward into all in productions can you tell my listeners about all in productions what kind of productions you guys do what you specialize in stuff like that just um and and how you got into that specifically yeah so um so i moved to canada in 2017 uh initially because of relationship and all the 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 skills and tools that I've developed, all um, you know, like being a you know a bachelor bachelor in social work and also a, a educated psychotherapist, I couldn't I couldn't use it here. Hmm. So I I, I spent uh, some months off just really kind of being open to what's next, and I was out filming at at some point, and when I was out filming. I, I I was just having a lot of fun, and I and I said out loud to the people that I was filming, like, "Wow, I'm having so much fun! I would love to do this every day." Mm -hmm. And and when I said that, there was just kind of like this bell ringing throughout my whole body, saying, "You got it, man! This is it. Yeah. This is your calling." Yeah, when you know, you know, right? Um, it's so funny because I actually feel the same thing with business development. I always like to kind of joke that. 
you never go to school for business development, right? Like one day business development just kind of jumps up and chooses you. You don't choose business development, business development chooses you. And, and when I fell into business development, I felt the same way. I was like, holy crap, like this is a job. <laughs> you can just like yeah. make introductions to people, build relationships. And that's a job. People will pay you for that. And it was just, it was, yeah, light bulb came off in my head. Cause it's like, I was born to build relationships. I was literally born to do this. And it's, it's really cool when you find something that you're really passionate about. And I know that there's a lot of people out there is, you know, even listening right now that are not passionate about the work they do. And all I can say is you need to find your passion. If you're not passionate about what you're doing, you got to find something that you are passionate about, because it's pretty bloody hard to get up and do work every day for something that you're not invested in emotionally or, or as a person. I totally agree. I totally agree. And that, I think that's the same for me um, with, with video production. For me, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of the same feeling that when I was a child, um, I, I, I was to play video games. And I was just so excited. I couldn't. I just. I couldn't wait. I, I wait. I, I just. I just want to go back to the video games and and be creative and have fun. And and that's that's kind of that's the base of 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 my company. Is basically, it's all about having having fun and enjoying uh, what I do. Um, yeah, that's that's so important because that that clarity or that um, that passion that love will get you up in the morning when you feel that you're not good enough or you feel challenged or you're, um, you know, all these challenges that, that life um, brings, they, they don't really matter when I'm clear in what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. When I have the clarity, then it doesn't matter. I'm kind of like unstoppable. Yeah, I totally, I totally understand that because as a business owner and entrepreneur, we have so many problems. There's so many things that pop up, right? Yeah. If you aren't clear about, about why you're doing what you're doing, if you're not clear about where you want to go or what you're hoping for, you can get lost in the mess. You can get lost in the mess, but being, totally. being passionate about what you do and kind of knowing, okay, like I want to build to this situation or I'm, I'm aiming at these goals, having goals and, and, and an idea of where you want to go and then a passion for what you're doing can carry you through the spots that would that would really up, upheave your life if that wasn't um, your outlook or if that wasn't your passion. Yeah, and I think for many people, it can it can easily be, become a, a compensation for life, like, you know, f trying to find meaning and achieving a lot of things through business because they lack that within themselves. But the thing is, what if tomorrow someone will... You know, if, if tomorrow your business uh, is not going to work or you're, you're, you're going to be one big failure in business, then you're going to be stuck with what was originally there, that, you know, lack of meaning or lack of uh, passion in life. So I think it's for me, I, I found that that for me, it's just all about finding meaning and clarity within first and then second do business. Yeah. Not the other way around. Yeah, no, for sure. That. That makes a lot of sense. And I can definitely tell that's what you did, just considering your your choice of career, your choice of business. <laughs> it's definitely oh, totally. it's definitely something that you do because you love it. There's no question. There's no question. Yeah. And 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 yeah, and back to you, I don't know. Yeah, I I probably didn't answer your question, but all in productions, uh, we make high quality uh, videos for uh, businesses, um, organizations, corporations. Um, we specialize in telling the story, making it personal, um, creative, unique. So um, it's really all about 
people and telling the story and doing that well and making it you know high quality cinematic videos that people adore um love and something that is really engaging so that is that is what we we specialize in yeah yeah and i've definitely seen some of your videos i've I've been on your website i've seen your your linkedin videos um let's say he's got lots of linkedin videos he did uh he did one for the edmonton chamber not that long ago they do uh they do a coffee with the chamber event and he did the video for it and let's say your videos are amazing they're really well done i would say some of the best some of the best corporate videos that i've seen so congratulations you're killing it oh thank you so much <laughs> they're really thank, great thank you so much Kelly. and um appreciate it so i wanted to get into i like to talk about what it was like to found your business because i think a lot of our listeners are on the fence let's say they they have great ideas but they're just afraid to take that leap and me and you both incorporated at horrible times <laughs> <laughs> by the way oh yeah oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I incorporated in december of 2020 and let's say you were in 2019 what month um yeah just 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 uh like early 2020 basically okay um, so you're you're right there yeah. with me yeah yeah and then uh covet hit and you're just sitting at home and and just like well what's next yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was an interesting time, especially from a business development standpoint, because at that time, nobody, you couldn't really meet with anybody. And like, I'm, I'm such an advocate of active marketing. I love to physically meet with people. I love to talk to people on the phone. I like to make real connections. Right. And then the whole world was kind of like delved into, well, we're just going to do zoom now. But then it wasn't just that it wasn't, that wasn't the only thing that hammered us because that alone could have been dealt with. But the economic downturn that came with COVID and the complete uncertainty meant a lot of people weren't even willing to have the meetings, even if they were just a crappy Zoom meeting. And so, yeah, yeah like kind of double-edged sword. It was definitely a challenge. And at the time, I was marketing for uh, for local Edmonton company. And I remember just kind of feeling like, crap, like, what are we supposed to do here? Like, I, it it became almost impossible. So it was a challenging time. And I guess... I wanted to ask you what were some of the challenges that you faced getting your business off the ground and maybe what were some of the approaches that you took to to overcome them? Mm-hmm. I think it's it's all about being willing to learn, first of all, and also just, um, you know, walking in in the unknown. That's the first step, just, just acknowledging that I don't know exactly where I'm going, but I know I'm going somewhere. And and just do the best that I can. I think that that really uh, kept me going every day. Um, but in my industry, I see myself as I, I I need to be more creative. I need to be step even further out of my comfort zone than any of my clients. I need to be in the front lead. Otherwise, I cannot sell that mindset or that video vision to any clients. So. I realized that I, I I need to open all my doors. I need to I need to go networking. I need to do email campaigns. Um, I need to do uh, LinkedIn. I need to do my own social media videos. I th- I thought that why should I do that? But of course I need to do it. I need to show my face out there. I need to put my bloopers, make a bloopers video, and put it on on social media as well. So. Looking back now, I can just see that that I was in a comfort zone, and now I see it works when stepping out of it. And the only real enemy in my life is myself. Mm-hmm. It's only my own judgment and only my own thoughts uh, that is stopping me. So, 
um, I think that was uh, that was really what what got me through first of all. Yeah, no, and I and I just want to hit on that on what you said about about yourself being your biggest critic, the one thing in your way. I totally relate to that, and I think so many people do. Like, the reality is, is that most of the time, it's our own fears that are holding us back. It's not other people. It's our own internal fears of failure, our own internal fears of of what will people think or or what happens if it doesn't work. But those what ifs are just things that are in your way. The irony is, is that if you just push them to the side and just try to do the things that are scaring you, most of the time, what you'll realize is that they're not as scary as you thought they were. And they might even, they might not even be hurdles at all when you finally get into it. It's so true. It's so true. It, it's just so ingrained in our nervous system and it feels so real. And we think that everyone is seeing this and feeling this, but it's no, it's actually only my nervous system. <laughs> yeah, totally. And it, <laughs> and it's funny. Cause it's like, you even have, you even have a background in psychotherapy. Like you understand how the mind works, but yet you still face those same challenges. Like even just knowing how it works isn't enough. It's like, you're still fighting that internal humanness, right? You're- yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I even, I even, that's even, I, I had the same projection and, and, and ideas as well that, okay, after four years of studying psychotherapy, no more anxiety. I'll just be a happy person. And like, but it's just an illusion. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's one big illusion. Life is like a washing machine. It will keep on going with cycles after cycle after cycle. And the, uh, the, the further we can get in the middle, the, the easier it gets basically when we just be quiet in the midst of all of it. Yeah. Like I, I never struggled with anxiety, let's say, until about a couple of years ago. And then, yeah, like it would come on and go. And and it, like at first, I didn't even know what the heck I was dealing with because I'd never really experienced it before. But it's like over time, I, you know, I would get anxious between like high level meetings or things like that, where where, you know, what it comes down to is I like to I like to succeed. And if there's ever a situation where I start to feel like, oh, man, like this is going to be a bit of a scary situation or something like that your brain just goes into these like loops of like all the bad things that could happen, right? Even though like none of those things are going to happen. It's just, it's so funny. I've had to like kind of learn to overcome fear and anxiety. And, you know, I talk about it in this podcast quite a bit because I'm a business development person. I've had probably a thousand plus meetings in my life, if not more. And I still get anxious, guys. I still get anxious. I still have days where I go into a meeting where I'm like, oh crap, like I'm just not feeling this today. And I guess the the takeaway that I can give from that is I still go to the meeting. And usually what I find is that if I just kind of have a cup of water, I, maybe I cut back on the coffee that morning where I know that I'm going to have a high level meeting. And if I can just get through the first two minutes, I start to realize, oh, okay, I had nothing to worry about. But it's like, the secret is you need to just try to go anyway. And I think what you'll find is, is that after a couple minutes in that meeting or in that thing that you're afraid of, whether that be a public speech or whatever it is you're afraid of, after a couple minutes, you'll feel much better. It's just your body's anxiety response, and we don't necessarily control it. It's so true. Uh, I think that's really the best advice that I could also even give myself when I was younger. It's kind of like, oh, no, I'm too nervous. I should probably not do it. It's just like, just go. Like, what's the worst thing that can happen? What is the worst thing that can happen? It's really asking yourself. Um, and, you know, you, no one is going to shoot you. No one's gonna kill you, so to school. Yeah, yeah. And and but it's it but it's it's just a you know our ego's response to protect 
itself from stepping outside of the comfort zone and and experiencing and feeling uncomfortable feelings. That's basically what anxiety is doing. So it's just trying to, to protect itself in that way. So in that way, it's just trying to help, but it's just very, um, it's not the best tool, so to speak. Um, yeah, yeah, we're not having to run from a saber-toothed cat anymore. Just, uh, just maybe an angry <laughs> business person. <laughs> Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, so, you know, obviously, let's get into maybe some of the tactics that you're utilizing today to grow your business. Because like, I, I, you know, I see your LinkedIn stuff, I see your video posts. I'm a huge advocate for what I like to call passive marketing, which is kind of what I would call what you're doing with regards to the LinkedIn posts, that kind of digital background. But I'm yeah. also a huge advocate for that's a passive strategy. And you typically want to also incorporate an active strategy, which would be to actually follow up with these people to have a CRM program where you're kind of doing digital introductions, but then you're moving them into a phone call email stage and then getting in front of them for a meeting. Um, what can you say to to business development podcast listeners with regards to like your marketing strategy? I know you kind of use a little bit of both. So can you maybe explain the, the tactics that you are using? Yeah, I think first of all, it's very, um, it's very essential to build a foundation. And by building a foundation, it's basically building a home on the platforms that you're on. So I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram, um, also using uh, Facebook a little bit, um, and of course your website. Because when people, if you're going to reach out to people on LinkedIn or uh, email campaigns, the first thing they're going to do is just to, oh, let's go to his LinkedIn profile. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's go to his website. Do you see great work? Do you see something um, uh, personal? Do you see something genuine? Um, it really reflects who you are. So I, I would say it's so important to to build those platforms, first of all, because people that's the first thing that people are, are going to look at. Yeah, it's so cool that you touched on that because literally my last episode, I was talking about how your LinkedIn profile is your your personal skyscraper. It's like in the modern day, it's it's who you are and, and how you present yourself on LinkedIn is so critical um, to how how people are going to perceive you. I so agree. And and by the way, I was listening to it while I was in the gym. Oh, okay. I, heard, I, I heard it already. <laughs> so it wasn't an accident. <laughs> so it, no, no, it was it was great. Uh, yeah, it was a great podcast. And, and, and I, I, it's just like the value that you bring, Kelly, is just amazing because uh, I, I knew most of the stuff, but but I'm just thinking for for anyone else who doesn't know, it's just like that's uh you know that's a two thousand dollar book right there. Well, th thank you, thank you, free, free on the podcast, <laughs> free, ladies and gentlemen, it's free. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's so funny, right? It's like people don't recognize how critical these things are. Like, you know, I talk to businesses and I'm trying to explain to them that like. Okay, you know, in the 80s, 100%, it was your it was your skyscraper, it was your 30-story skyscraper. That was your mark to the world of we're awesome. But in the yeah. modern day, you're being judged on your website. But the funny thing is, you can build an absolutely beautiful website for $5,000. You can build an amazing website. You can probably even, you know, attack another 5 or 6k on there and add some video production and build just an absolutely yeah. stunning website. And it's not going to cost you the cost of a skyscraper, but you can compete with those companies by having a website that's beautiful, that 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 really is just unbelievable because that is your face in the 21st century. And ironically, LinkedIn is your personal face in the 21st century. So it's like you also need to be making sure that you're spending time 
building that up, making sure that all of your company information is right, your, your education is right, your picture is not you holding a fish or barbecuing, right? Well, it might work. I'm, I'm uh, you know, in my industry, it might work because people are just like, wow, that's very creative, you know, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's just so funny. So hopefully if, if I can like change one thing, I can just be like, hey, just change your profile pic from holding that sweet fish to maybe just like something a little more business related. <laughs> Yeah, especially totally. if you're in marketing <laughs> yeah but I, but I think it, you know it really comes down to a uh, to strategy and in in my uh, in my industry um or what we offer is basically making a video strategy so one thing is you know you know having that main introductory video um is a, is, sim is simply crucial uh at this time uh on your website just uh, to showcase who you are uh, what you do um, the vision the passion in your work and 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 what you offer you can make that video in so many ways but you want to align that with who you are the quality that you're providing um so that that's one thing um and then you know having even video testimonials on your website that's mm. something that also study shows that um the conversion rate can 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 go up by 60% by having some professional uh, video testimonials on your website to bring in social proof uh, and and trust of course yeah. but then on social media um you know you can post consistently uh, by basically what you're doing now as a podcast you could do that on video um and doing that every week consistently that will help you build your audience organically people will start following you they start trusting you so every time they will need a business developer it's just like oh kelly i see him all the time like he's amazing i'm fo i'm following him uh, and in that way the videos are starting doing the job for you mm -hmm. on your website on social media and in that way kind of work as a strategy and if you really want to pump it up you can you can run ads as well so, um, but that's that's a way to to do it uh, a little bit more um active in a way as well i would say so okay I, i'm gonna ask you something that's maybe a little bit challenging um yeah. but here's the reason here's the reason the reason i'm gonna ask you this is because i deal with high level ceos i deal with high level presidents people people in charge of you know multi multi-million dollar companies let's say and i'll tell yeah. you what they just don't understand the system they don't understand video production they don't they don't know what the heck they need and they don't know what benefit it'll have and they just don't know where to start or what that even looks like so can you okay we're talking to a whole bunch of entrepreneurs right now who don't mm -hmm. know anything about video production me included <laughs> <laughs> right yeah yeah yeah. walk me through it let's say okay like we don't know anything we know we need video we see it all mm -hmm. over the place we see great video but we're like where the heck do you even start where does a company start and what are the different steps they can utilize in the video production or in that process maybe it's like a place to start then then a next step and a next step walk me through what like a full video production setup could be from start to finish for a company just so that they have an idea of what that might look like and and where to even get started yeah that's that's a really really good question and it really depends on how big the company is business is entrepreneur whatever and also the the budget uh, of course um but the first thing you want to do as a business is having a great website mm -hmm. having a great website with text and pictures doesn't really do much 
these days. So Google actually made a study about, um, a study about it, and um, and the study showed that a website with a video um, was eight hundred percent more efficient. Wow, on all levels, even though they had the most perfect uh, pictures and amazing text. Video video just showcases so much more. It brings you so much more emotion, connection, feelings, everything that we're looking for. And that's basically why we are we are watching a movie is because we want to get touched. Um, we want to um, we want to use all our senses, right? And and that's that's basically uh, why a, a video um, has so much to offer. But the first thing is. Building the foundation, that is your website, and then the one-minute introductory video. Okay. You can also call it brand message video or corporate video. So every time people go to your website, they will just click that button, and when the video is well-made, they will stay there for one minute. And one-minute video is equal to reading 10 minutes of text. Wow. No one is going to stay on any website for 10 minutes. they probably going to stay... 30 to 60 seconds if they like it. If they don't like it, they leave within uh, 5 to 10 seconds. Wow. And then they go to the competitor. So that's why you want right away, you want a golden nugget for them to stay. And that's where the video comes in. And that's why it's so valuable to have that main introductory video. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for just saying that. I, I'm I'm speaking it all the time and I'm trying to like pound it through to our listeners. You do not have minutes of people's time we have such short attention spans i'm a millennial so I, i'll i'll say it i got a short attention span <laughs> right? oh me too <laughs> i you know if, if i'm not interested real quick and, and what i also like i'm a huge advocate of like physical advertising material as well let's say so yeah i'm regularly yeah. promoting like yeah you definitely want a beautiful website you definitely want to do a brochure that's like very very eye-catching as well because we're always sending digital brochures or we're, yes. or we're leaving physical brochures depending on what what our business is and if it isn't eye-catching, if you're not interested, if it doesn't make you be like, wow, that's cool. I want to open that in about three seconds. It's going in the garbage. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? No, but it's so true. I do the same. I basically do the same. Yeah. yeah. And so so we live in this time where, yeah, you don't have much time. So you need to be thinking outside the box. You need to be thinking outside the box. And what you're saying about having this like one minute eye-catching video to me, it just it resonates so much with me. It's it's just like, mm. absolutely. Like, of course, of course we need to have that because we are also marketing to millennials, right? Like mo most people in purchasing or, or making buying decisions today, in my guess, would probably be millennials, like in mm. most businesses. So you need to be keeping that in mind when you're creating these marketing materials, which is essentially what you're doing. And um, yeah, yeah, 100%. So, okay, so we've created the the introduction. Let's say that they've done this now. Let's say they've, they've gotten the introduction yep. video, but there's still more to it, isn't there? What else can they be doing? Yeah, yeah so um, like bigger, bigger uh, companies, you know, they struggle finding the right fit for them. They are spending a lot of time on, uh, you know, hiring different recruitment teams and stuff like that. They can basically just make a recruitment video. Okay. To share a little bit about their culture, share about uh, what they are, you know, looking for, but just so people can get a sense of their culture. So when they would need to hire a, a find new staff, they can just share this uh, recruitment video on social media, um, newsletters, but also run ads. Okay. 
businesses they spend a lot of time on inquiries and 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 people have the same questions so you can easily make like a top 10 frequently asked uh asked question videos and then you can get uh, different employees from the company to to share that in that way they get to know you in a very personal and and intimate way and um that's a different way of using a, a video strategy and that will save you a lot of time um, because people will find what they're looking for right away. And if you put them on YouTube, a lot of people will find um, find the videos through uh, searching. Okay. So do you find that most of your corporate clients are, are creating something for the website, but then they're also creating a YouTube channel on behalf of that company? I always recommend putting it on YouTube. Because uh, even though you cannot call, maybe you, you you know YouTube is not known for like a, a high end video streaming platform, but the reality is everyone f- is looking on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So that's why you want your video on YouTube. So why not put it on a YouTube? And you can even just uh, stream it from YouTube. Yeah. So a lot more companies too. Um... Are, are doing work from home, right? Like I'm seeing a lot more startup companies that are growing where they don't necessarily have this like head office location. What can you do for something like that? Um, for, for our, for our smaller, our smaller businesses that still, you know, they're making revenues. They, they need some video production. They have this great website. Yeah. They have great service. How, how can you accommodate something like that um, for them? Yeah, and that's also a really good question. Actually, um, next week I'm gonna be filming a video exactly like that. Uh, uh, he's an entrepreneur, um, and he would like to create an introductory video. Um, but yeah, he doesn't really have the office space, so basically we could, we we're gonna rent a, a boardroom, and then it's gonna be a probably like a three camera interview setup. So something that looks really uh, awesome. It's very dynamic, and. Um, and just making it like documentary style um, video, introductory video, um, and then probably mixing it with some some beautiful um, d- drone video shots and and maybe some other B roll footage. Um, but that's a good example of of how you can do it. You don't need a big office. You don't need um, a specific location. It can also be in a studio uh, setting with a white background, a black background, or you can rent a. a uh, Airbnb or, or your friend's house. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it's, it's okay. So for me, it's obvious, let's say it's, it's obvious to me why I would want to hire a professional such as yourself. However, I know that I have people listening that are thinking, well, shit, I can just go to Best Buy and I can buy this camera and I could just take my own video and I can put it online. Can you maybe just explain to people why it's best to go with a professional such as yourself? Like I said, it's obvious to me. I totally understand. But there's a lot of mm-hmm. people listening who are, who, especially entrepreneurs, right? Like we're kind of silly in this way where we just think like, well, I can do it. If someone else could do it, I can do it. <laughs> right? But, but, yeah. but I know that there's reasons to use you. So can you explain to why, why you should outsource your video production versus just buy a camera and do it in your own office? Yeah, that's also a really good question. I think, you know, if you can go to YouTube and, and find different videos of different qualities, right? Um, making a video, if you don't have the skills, it's, it's I would say it's basically impossible. Like making a, a good professional video, it's, it's basically impossible because you need a lot of equipment. Lighting is crucial. Audio is crucial lenses, different cameras, like it's, it all adds up. So if you, if you really want to make your own videos, you know, you can easily spend, uh, you know, 
$20,000 in equipment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you need to learn how to use it. And that will, you know, might, might take a few months. Yeah. And then you need to know how to edit it. And then you need to how to uh, color grade. Then you need to how to add text and music liabilities. And, and it all adds up. So basically, I, I like looking at myself like I'm, um, I'm one man. I'm a one man show and I'm the editor, I'm the director, um, I'm the audio guy, I'm the, 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 the filmmaker, I'm the coach, um, I'm the mentor, um, I color grade, I edit. So I, there's, there's so many roles that I need to be really good at to be able to pull off uh, good videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. No, it, it 100%. It takes skill, experience and equipment. And um, it's just guys like the, the quality you can get from hiring a professional to do your video for you is next level. And, you know, I mean, even if you were to go out and spend whatever, let's say you went and spend five, ten thousand dollars on equipment. Once again, you need the experience. You need the know how to use it right. And let me tell you that that is its own skill in itself that takes years to perfect. So my advice to anybody listening to this right now would be. I know it. I know the idea could come where it seems like, okay, well, why wouldn't I just do my own video? And yeah, maybe sure. If you just want to shoot a quick video of yourself on your phone, because you're just doing a quick LinkedIn post or something, fine. But anything professional, anything that's going to go on your website, anything that's going to be a face or an advertisement for the company, you should definitely consider hiring a professional such as, let's say, to get it done for you. Yeah. And I would say my recommendation is basically everything on your website and everything commercial um, needs to be needs to be high-end, uh, needs to be professional. But you can easily start out on, on on social media, like, you know, TikTok is a good example, or even Instagram. Like, it's better to, to get out there instead of waiting for, um, you know, having a budget to buy big cameras, because it's really not about that on social media. It's more about starting and getting a strategy and being consistent and bringing value, educating your audience. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a good way to 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 get started for sure. But another thing about you know uh, high quality and professional videos is that think of it as a f- as an an four year um, investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you basically you know you can divide that uh, expense uh, in by four because you you can use when it's really well made. You can actually use it for around four years. So in that way, you don't need to think about videos every month and and spending a lot of money every month but you can make that investment and then you have something really solid that will get people hooked and and people will get to know you in an instant so let's say that four-year mark is also really important too because your website should be redesigned every four years as well so exactly so if you think about it from like a consistency standpoint whenever you revamp your website which should be every four years on average you should also revamp your video at the same time. Is that what you're saying? It really depends on where you're at in your, your business. Uh, but just roughly, it could be three to five years, three to six years. It really depends. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sure just like your website or just like anything digital, the trend changes. And so the video trend probably also changes with it. Would, would that be a fair thing to say? Yeah, and especially especially how you you draw on your audience, like it has changed a lot the last uh, five years, you know. And even in the past, like 10, 15 years ago, uh, you would have introductory videos being five minutes long, and people just sit there and eat their snacks and bring coffee and just taking in slowly. But now, the challenge for us as uh, professional videographers is basically basically making that one minute video 
where you just bring in all the juice and, you know, I can be filming for hours and then I need to cut that down to one minute <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> with, with, with three people being interviewed and then footage of the office, location, drone work, the whole thing. Wow. So th that is a, a real challenge. No kidding. No kidding. Like I imagine that takes you like days to get it to get it right. <laughs> yeah, uh, you. It, it's a skill. It's yeah. definitely a skill. Yeah. It's like a puzzle. It's just like a thousand piece puzzle, uh, and and eventually it 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 it's gonna be completed. Absolutely. Well, I like to always ask because I know that you're a high performance individual. You're a business owner. You're a very busy, busy, busy man. And um, can you tell us a little bit about what your daily routine looks like? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I usually get up at 7 a.m. Um, then I go to, go for a run um, just to get my, my body moving. I, I, I sit quite a lot in front of the computer, so I, it's easy for me to eat healthy and and really move my body. I also go, go to the gym uh, twice a week, uh, so that's something that is really important to me. Um, yeah, uh, I, my, I, I, I think I could definitely be more structured, I would say. I'm very... I'm, I work very much in a flow. So if I'm working on a video project and there's a deadline, you know, I really want to work on that uh, first. Um, I follow up on emails. Uh, I reach out to people, um, um, make a few calls, um, work work on my campaigns. And yeah, it's I do it's just a lot of things almost at the same time. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I feel you, man. I, I, I'm always moving like between the podcast between capital business development. Now I have an employee that I'm working with and just trying to kind of manage everything. Yeah, it can be time management becomes a real challenging thing as a busy entrepreneur, let me tell you. Um, but yeah, kind of finding a structure that works for you that also, like you said, incorporates like by flow, I think what you mean is, there's definitely moments where you just need to take a step back and relax too. And so you're finding ways to do that and work while you have flow. But maybe when you're not in that flow and you just need some space, you're giving yourself that time as well. Yeah, and, and it's so true. And I, I think my challenge is definitely just realizing, oh, I, I am actually very tired. I, I should not spend the next two hours uh, from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. working in, in this kind of uh, inner uh, environment, so to speak, then it would be better to just say, you know what, I'm done for the day. So, uh, you know, I think we all have challenges mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and it's just all about, you know, being honest to ourselves and, 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 and doing what's best for us, but also just really be focused on self-care as well, because, uh, you don't want to burn out. Yeah. I have to, I definitely like, I'm susceptible to that. I, I can definitely work myself too hard. And and like, I feel like I feel like if I didn't like consciously give myself an off switch where it's like, okay, now I need to take a step back. I same as you, I'd be up to like midnight doing work because there's always something <laughs> yeah. to do, right? <laughs> like, no, this is the thing, it, it just never stops. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and so many times I've realized, you know what? You finish this task, you finish this task, and then there's 20 other tasks, it will never stop. Yeah. It will never stop. So for me, it's all about focusing my energy on what actually works. Yeah, absolutely, man. I totally feel you. So how do you keep yourself motivated? Like, um, you know, I mean, we all have our tough times. What is it? What is it that you tell yourself when you're when you're having those moments when you're struggling when you're overwhelmed? How do you keep yourself motivated? Because um, with, with 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 my my profession and your profession, staying positive and staying like enthusiastic is critical. And sometimes that's not easy. What are some of the techniques that you utilize to keep yourself kind of pumped up and motivated? 
Yeah, uh, definitely exercising is a is is a is a big one. Like uh, if you don't exercise, it's almost like it's you just need to exercise. And for me, it's not about having fun exercising. It's just about doing it because that's my what my body is 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 made for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really it does something to my mood. It does something to to my whole day basics. So that's that's really important thing. And also eating healthy and getting sleep, ladies and gentlemen. The most one of the actually the most important things is getting good night's sleep. Do whatever is needed to get a good night's sleep. Whether it's doing yoga or meditating or going going whatever it need whatever you need is basically just get that uh good amount of sleep. Mm-hmm. But I think what what motivates me is basically like I told you in the beginning that I had this calling to to do what I do, that is my motivation. So I don't in in that way. I, it's almost like the job is done. I don't need motivation because I, I'm just clear to walk forward. That's my clarity. So in that way, you can call it motivation. But for me, it's just more about oh, this is it. This is so just what I'm gonna do, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I feel you. I don't. I don't find that I necessarily need to have an end goal to motivate me either because I I enjoy what I do. So there are definitely days, sure, like any job, there are days where I'm like, ah, crap, this sucks. Like, I I wish I didn't have to work today, right? But (laughs) I don't care whether you're an employee, an entrepreneur, a business owner, whatever you do, a podcast. You're going to have days that you don't want to do it. That's just life. That's just life. But as long as you have a lot more days that you do want to do it, then you don't. You're, You're probably on the right path. Yeah, but also I I also see it as a uh, as 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 a as personal development basically that uh, it's like being in a relationship you know all your patterns and all your um, anxieties your fears like all your emotional triggers um, they're gonna be hit in a relationship and you can either say oh I should not be in a relationship or you can other other you could also turn it around and say wow this is actually something within me I can learn something from this I'm I want to learn I'm. I, I want to go deeper in life. Uh, and I think that's the same with in business that uh, having a business is kind of like a relationship and you, and mm-hmm. it, and you're going to be challenged and you will see the same kind of patterns show out in your, in, in your everyday life. Um, but you can, you, you can deal with it or you can run away. And yeah. I rather, I rather dealing with it and just seeing, wow, okay, this is part of my, structure this is this is how my ego was made so to speak and 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 learning from it and then uh i think we can grow as as human beings i think it's really interesting that you compared it to a relationship i never really thought about it that way but 100 percent, you like you hit the nail on the head it really is it's like there's going to be situations in your relationship and in business that yeah you're going to have to you can't just run away from everything sometimes you just got to face it head on and deal with it because the reality is nobody is going to be perfect and no business is going to be perfect and you're going to have to overcome those things and sometimes just having the fortitude and the strength to overcome is is the difference right it really makes the difference because you can't just run away all the time or you're never going to win anything exactly and i i think that's also like the the, the trend in video marketing that i see that and I, I definitely see that as in the future that that instead of you know showing the the perfect product and being the perfect company, no, let's let's see all the flaws as well. Let let's see it's real human beings behind bigger or smaller companies share that culture because then it's easy for people to trust them. They see that wow, they're just like me. Yeah, 
but I would still love to buy their product. <laughs> Absolutely. Like when I you made know? this podcast to you, I realized really quickly that I was going to make mistakes because one, I'm just not a podcaster. I'm a business development person trying to podcast. And so I recognize that, okay, like I'm learning, I'm learning production, I'm learning recording, I'm learning audio. Frankly, I didn't, I don't know anything about microphones when I started this. <laughs> I had to yeah. learn it all. I'm, I'm still learning. I'm learning every single day. And um, I knew that I was going to make mistakes. And so literally one of the first things, I think it was my intro episode, I just said, you know, bear with me. I'm going to do the best I can do. I'm not going to edit out every problem or every mistake because frankly, I'd no. be editing all day long. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> but no but that's yeah but i guess but, but i think that's why i love your uh, that's why i i really love your your podcast because if everything was just so polished and oh i'm just positive all the time and i'm just doing great and yeah i'm just amazing 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 then uh, you know that was kind of the old age like mm -hmm. the new age is like be you yeah yeah i want and, i want to hear that. who people are i want to know people and i think it's so I think that's what's so cool about business development and specifically active business development, which is what I specialize in, because we live in a time where the whole world is like, OK, well, we want to take a step back. We don't want human human interaction. Just give us this digital ad. Give us this digital marketing. But we as humans still crave human to human interaction, which is why you're listening to this podcast right now. You're craving a real authentic experience with a person, with with <laughs> somebody communicating with you, you know, and I think it's important that we don't forget that, that we don't forget that as people, you know, digital strategies are great. Passive strategies are great for brand recognition, that sort of thing. But you still need to be a person. People still want to buy products or services from people. You don't sell to a company. You sell to another individual. Hopefully, it's somebody that you've created some type of connection with, some type of trust, you know? True. Yeah, and that's also like, I think in my work that, you know, the reason why I really enjoy making videos is that connection, that that personal, intimate connection. Um, and just also to kind of like seeing people grow from there, like seeing them getting out of the comfort zone and then uh, delivering that to them. And they are, you know, they're always impressed seeing themselves like that. And and they're just proud and happy to and to, to share with the whole world. It's so weird hearing yourself. Um, I, I listen to my podcast. I'm a weirdo like that. And so like usually the day after I produce my show, I produce it. What's so funny, let's say, is that I don't actually listen to my show while I'm producing it because I'm listening for mistakes. I'm listening for errors to kind of make it like that are too bad that I need to edit out. Or I'm listening to uh, to the to the words, or I'm reading the words for the transcript, right, to make sure that I'm editing it and I'm not having yeah. a whole bunch of word mistakes. So the irony is, I probably listen to my podcast three times before it actually goes live, but I don't actually hear myself in the podcast until I hear it live because you're just you're so invested. I'm sure you understand from from production, you're so invested in the task of production that you're not hearing the message, right? So it's funny when I hear my podcast the day after it goes live, it's kind of like the first time I'm hearing it, which is is funny to think about. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah, I that, that's also why I, I, I love when I say a video is is is, uh, is completed, I like to sleep on it. And then next morning with fresh eyes, I I, I, I watch it again and usually it's it's finished, but there could just be a little little tweak here and there. So um yeah, it's 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 good to do. it's good to um to listen to your own podcast for sure. Yeah. It's it's a bit of a yeah, it's not so bad anymore. At first it was pretty weird. It was pretty weird hearing myself because you don't you don't really hear yourself until you hear yourself <laughs> if that makes sense no it's true <laughs> but it's also like then you're kind of building this different relationship with you with yourself it's uh it's like the way that you look 
like when you go in front of a camera, the way that you look at yourself is very different from how I will look at you and the feelings and emotions that I will get by just simply seeing your your presence. It's just interesting thinking about it. Like the way that you feel about yourself, no one will ever have that. Mm-hmm. They have their own way of feeling and thinking of, of you. That you'll never understand either. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. We could definitely go all day on that. <laughs> but what's totally. important is how you feel about yourself and that you, you respect exactly. yourself and love yourself and trust yourself and believe in yourself. I think those are all critical yes. things. Um, I want to get back to the business development side. Uh, we are kind of coming to the end of our interview today, but I do want to just chat a little bit about your business development strategies. Since we are the business development podcast, I like to chat a little bit about what your strategy is. Um, can you tell me what business development systems you utilize? Like, um, I know mm-hmm. you're using a lot of like video or Facebook and that sort of thing, but do you utilize a CRM or anything like that to track your day-to-day work? Um, no, I have a, f- a more like a follow-up system um, uh, with m- all my emails. And I, I have some, you know, different sheets that I use for, you know, people that I'm working with and, you know, prospects and, and different leads and stuff like that. I've been using like that was definitely throughout COVID, you know, um, creative email campaigns. That was um, that was really my way of 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 getting clients in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely more networking uh, now, uh, getting getting out there in different ways. Um, so I'm a member of of different networking groups, uh, which is also a really good way to, um, you know learn and improve on all the different ways that I can, you know, personally and also for my business. Um, Yeah. And then I would say like LinkedIn is probably like LinkedIn outreach is definitely my, my, my go-to at the moment uh, because email campaigns, everyone is kind of sending emails these days. Uh, And that's also what I really enjoyed when you, when you, your podcast on, um, on cold calling, like, like no one is really, you know, calling right now, you know, that's a, that's a, something that is easy to miss also because the, the, the level of anxiety is quite high for most people mm-hmm. doing that. So I definitely see the, uh, probably like the yeah, tendency to, to, to go back to basics in a way that, that, which you all also been talking about, like doing it, everything more personal, show up at the company and say, hi, oh, Hey, how's it going? Or, um, or or making that uh, cold call. So for me personally, that's definitely where I'm. I would like to uh, to to go deeper into that um, realm. Yeah. No. And totally. It's like, ironically, we live in a time now where there's so much digital and passive marketing, and so many companies are focused on utilizing that as their prime strategy. That it's like you stand out by doing things that people did 20 years ago. You stand out by showing up in person, shaking a person's hand and introducing yourself. You, sh- you stand out by picking up your phone and making that, that cold call, even though it's, it's nerve wracking. You get better at them over time. And, and ironically, your competition is probably not doing this. So if you're doing it, you're standing out from the crowd in a sea, in a sea of competition by just being a person. Totally. No, I totally agree. Um, I totally agree. And I think... I actually think that I haven't tried it, but I will do it, Kelly, and I'll do it for you and uh, having you in my pocket. Like, I would like to, 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 to do cold calling a whole day and seeing the result of that. And I bet that I will have more meetings that I could ever do with any um, well-shaped email campaign. That's, that, 
that's my belief. Yeah, like they you can use both, right? Like the secret the secret isn't to just do one. The secret mm-hmm. is, to, is to do both, right? But don't exactly. neglect one over the other. Like have passive marketing, capital business development. We have passive marketing, right? I use a LinkedIn strategy. I, I do weekly posts. I do posts for the podcast. I'm 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 active on LinkedIn regularly. That's typically where I'm doing my passive marketing. Just so you know, I don't typically pay for ads outside of that. I'm usually doing it there. But I also have a yeah. full call strategy. I have an email strategy. I have a CRM. I have a process flow that I utilize for my clients and for my company. And by following both processes, we are, we are one, we're accomplishing brand recognition, which is important. But we're also making that face-to-face introduction. We're, we're, we're making the phone call. We're moving them down the line. We're booking meetings, which you guys sell in person, right? Like the reality is it doesn't matter whether you're selling your services, let's say, or I'm selling my services or, or, you know, my fellow podcast listeners, you're selling your services or products. Most of that stuff is done in person and you get, you have to get the meetings to have that done in person. You have to get the meetings to build the relationship and you get the meetings by calling people and asking for them. Yeah, Yeah, it's so true. And I really like your uh, approach. Um, and I believe I believe that that it's really good to to be very active, uh, get out there, and and um, but also combining the different strategies. Yeah, absolutely. It, it don't don't get your head stuck in one strategy and be open to ideas. Be open to the fact that things change, right? Like heck, I'll I'll tell you right now some things that change for me. Like six months ago, we didn't use AI for anything. And now, yeah, we like AI is all over the place. You don't have to turn your head. You got 15 ads on your phone for AI products and services, right? Like the world changes and you don't get closed off into one way of thinking to think, well, that that's never going to work. Because frankly, for like social media post creation, AI has completely revolutionized the world. Like that will never be the same. And you have to be open and aware of these technologies as they're coming because your competitors are going to use them. You have to be aware of, of trends changing. You have to be aware of what's hot. And, um, like in the case of, of all in productions, the world is trending towards video, you know, high interest video, um, something that's attractive and eye catching. And it's not going to be long until, yeah, if your web page doesn't have video on it, sorry, you're, you're not going to be considered because people just are not going to stick around long enough to, to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's just like uh, you know we talked about the millenniums. You know they are they will be looking for the videos. Uh, the older generations, uh, not too much, but yeah, it, it's it's just the future. Is everything fast? Everything, uh, yeah, and everything in in video basically. Yeah. yeah. No, I I totally agree. If you could go back to the beginning, let's say like right to the beginning of all in productions. Would you do anything differently? I think uh, just I think you know getting getting more out. I think like stepping more out of my comfort zone is one thing. Also, asking for help if I would need help instead of just doing it on my own uh, that would be another thing. Um, but I, I I believe in that that life is just one big process, and I've I've you know I I I done the best that I could and 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 I know what I know now and 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 three years from now I would um I you know I would know so much more so yeah, yeah I totally I totally hear you I, it's like it's like does it matter <laughs> yeah. no it does it it totally does but in in same yeah it's just kind of that's kind of like it's kind of like it's the same with the relationship that's you know that's you know the relationship you had with you know 20 years ago is not the same as you have now because you 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 change like you 
um, you're matured, you're doing things differently, and maybe also even attracting dif- uh, different people as well. Yeah, the reason I like to ask that question is because it's like, even though, yeah, for sure, like, are there tactics that I would utilize that were different? Sure, I'm sure like, if you could go back, the reason I like to ask the question is because sometimes there's one or two things that they think of that are like, Oh, crap, if I would have known that it would have saved me a ton of money or a ton of trouble. And that could help some other entrepreneur listening to this show right now. It allow it kind of it allows someone else to make the mistake so that they don't have to. And frankly, I've been successful in my business because I've seen I've seen mistakes made by other people that that I mentored with or that I worked close with that since I seen it, I know what not to do. And it's like, I'm going to make my own mistakes. Believe me, I will. I'm fully confident I will make my own mistakes and someone will learn from me. And um, it's just, I think it's important as entrepreneurs that we are passing down that information as to like, okay, yeah, I made this mistake. You might not want to do this because we're going to hopefully save one of the future generations a little bit of a headache that, you know, they're going to make their own mistakes too. But I think over time, the less mistakes you can make, the higher the chance of your success. Yeah. And, and, and we, but also like we learn so much from our mistakes and, and, and um, yeah, but I think overall it's basically like, like when I started, I, I, I thought that, you know, I don't need a LinkedIn profile and I don't need to be on video and all of these things, but that's what I ended up doing. Like I needed to, to get on all platforms. I need to get all the way out of my comfort zone. I need to be in front of video. I need to, I just need to be in the in the lead using videos. Uh, otherwise, it's impossible for me to, to to ask my clients to do the same. Well, I I could tell you that I wouldn't I would never like you go back even a year and say you're going to have a podcast. I'd be like, eh, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> the irony is, is that you just never know where you're going to be. You just don't know. You just don't know. The, the funny thing is, you're just always moving forward. And I think as an entrepreneur, that is what you need to be thinking. It's like. Do you know where you're going to be a year from now? Probably not. You have an idea of where you'd like to be? Sure. But the reality is usually different from what you think. And you just have to be open and willing to try something new, to try something different. And that's what I did with the podcast. And it's been great. I've enjoyed it. I really enjoy this. I love this because I get to I get to hang out with, let's say, I get to hang out with, you know, with all of these great people. And I'm learning. I'm learning from these interviews. I'm learning from the discussions. I'm getting to, I'm getting to have really real discussions with entrepreneurs, business owners, business development people. And I just, I love it. This is truly just a place that I love. But I would have never called that this is where I was going to be. I just like, no. I'm sure at some point you couldn't have called that you were going to be in video production. No, never. No, never. But, but, but now looking at throughout my whole life, I see that, wow, okay, now it makes sense that I, you know, was working in the fashion industry, uh, you know, bachelor in social work, psychotherapy, uh, different, uh, you know, companies and music production and photography, everything kind of aligns into the skill set that, that, that I needed to start this company. So in that way, I'm just looking back and just being really grateful that, life kind of helped me build those skills and now i'm just uh, ready for the next level yeah totally like it's all stepping stones absolutely it's like my life in business development totally prepared me to be able to be a podcaster because it's like i knew how to talk i just didn't know how to do this i didn't know how to talk to myself that's a really weird thing like the pod the thing about the podcast that's super weird especially when it's not an interview format is you're kind of talking to yourself so what i like to do is just imagine i'm talking to a group of people to like, to not make it feel yeah. so weird, right? 
<laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah i would i would actually do the opposite really? like because i i i'd rather being one-on-one -on -one than in 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 with a in front of a whole uh, group of people oh yeah but, no for me it's like okay it's so weird to talk to yourself right so i try yeah i like kind of picture it like i'm not talking to myself i always kind of think like okay i'm talking to like a group of people because i am like the reality is thousands of people listen to this podcast so mm -hmm. you are it's just a completely different way to talk to thousands of people totally <laughs> yeah yeah but okay. you're really good at it I, for me it's just like you're natural i'm so, I, I, like when i when i uh you know heard your first uh, podcast it's kind of like well of course he's he's a natural this is kind of you were born to do this like that's just my sense oh thanks man i really appreciate that because i definitely didn't feel born to do it <laughs> no but that's different that's different but that's also like that's also what we talked about earlier that yeah. you have your experience and i have my experience and my experience is like whoa i love it you're bringing a lot of value uh, i'm i'm really learning from your your podcast and inside of kelly it can be a different experience totally you know? and it totally is <laughs> yeah <laughs> just keep on going man keep on going it's great i'm working on it i'm working on it um do you have any questions for me let's say before we wrap this up today do you have any questions you'd like to ask me maybe about business development or anything like that um yeah what what is your next step in your business uh, regarding active marketing Oh, that's a really good question. So like we are, we are, we're establishing our marketing program. So I've recently hired Cole. The goal here is to hire a couple more people over the next few months and just kind of start getting the train rolling. I'm establishing a lot of my policies and procedures. I have procedures to how I like to utilize my business development strategy as it is like the way that we do it for clients, but I'm still kind of establishing how we're going to be doing that marketing and stuff for capital directly. But let me tell you, it's, it's coming together. And, um, yeah, we are taking new clients. So if anyone is listening to this and they're, and they're looking, we're we're at the point now where we're we're looking at new clients. Although it won't be long until until we're full up. So what we do in that case, just so that you guys are aware, is we're we're taking waiting lists, and we also work one client per industry as well to keep it very competitive. So mm -hmm. yeah, we we kind of keep waiting lists and stuff going. But I think yeah, I think sooner rather than later, I'm going to be looking at a website redesign, let's say, and uh, we will be in touch at that time because I I will be needing your services. I'm looking forward to it. I would, and I would love to uh, make a uh, epic uh, video video. That would be uh, really awesome. Oh, I'm confident you will. Well, thank you so much, Lisse, for joining us today. Um, this has been Lisse Jorgensen. He owns All In Productions in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. If you guys are, I imagine you operate across Canada. If you get asked, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you guys need any type of video production, corporate video, personal video, anything like that, Lisse is your guy. He does amazing, amazing video production. Let's say, how can they get a hold of you if they would if they would like to to, to get in touch? Yeah, um, basically connect with me on on LinkedIn. Uh, otherwise, go to the website allinproductions.ca, and that's that you'll get everything uh, needed. That's awesome. Thanks, Lisey. Thanks so much for being here today. You guys have been listening to episode 20 of the Business Development Podcast. This has been an interview with Lisey Jorgensen of All In Productions in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Um, just so you guys know, uh, we did submit the Business Development Podcast to the Quill Podcast Awards uh, 2023. We do need your support. So if you guys can head over to their website, uh, Quill Podcast Awards, if you just kind of type that into Google, click on it, um, you can nominate the Business Development Podcast, and we would greatly appreciate that nomination. You can nominate us for any new business podcast or new podcast in general, as well as any of the business categories. And as always, we need your support. If you can like, subscribe, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, it's uh, greatly appreciated. It allows us to expand our audience. And uh, 
Thanks again. Until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side. This has been the Business Development Podcast with Kelly Kennedy. Kelly has 15 years in sales and business development experience within the Alberta oil and gas industry and founded his own business development firm in 2020. His passion and his specialization is in customer relationship generation and business development. The show is brought to you by Capital Business Development, your business development specialists. For more, we invite you to the website at www.capitalbd.ca. See you next time on the Business Development Podcast. Business rock stars, we at the Business Development Podcast humbly invite you to be part of our journey. Despite our global reach spanning over 130 countries and our status as an award-winning show, we remain committed to delivering valuable insights and engaging content to our audience of decision makers. With two episodes released every single week and a back catalog of over 100 episodes, we strive to provide our listeners with the latest strategies and trends in business development and business growth. Why consider sponsoring us? Our listeners trust us to deliver authentic, informative content, making it an ideal platform for you to showcase your brand in a genuine and meaningful way. Choose from flexible sponsorship packages tailored to fit your advertising needs. With a back catalog of over 100 episodes and an average of eight new episodes released every single month, there are plenty of opportunities for you to connect with our audience. If you believe that your brand aligns with our humble mission, reach out to us at podcast at capital bd.ca. Let's start a conversation and explore how we can collaborate to elevate your brand together. Thank you for considering us. Send us an email at podcast at capital bd.ca and let's partner for the future.